0: Welcome to the Lucid Body House podcast. I'm Faith Simpson, your host, and today I'm thrilled to be speaking with Alejandro Hernandez. He is a New York based actor. Past credits include Blue Bloods, Madam Secretary, Elementary and Sneaky Pete, to name just a few. You can currently see him on New Amsterdam on NBC as Nurse Casey. Fashion designer Valdo on Netflix partner track, and next year as Luis on The Horror of Dolores Roach on Prime Video. He received his training from Montclair State University's BFA acting program, the professional training company at Actors Theatre of Louisville, and today continues his training with Faye Simpson and the Lucid Body Technique. So um, I've had the opportunity of coaching Alejandro now for the last six months for his role as Luis on The Horror of Dolores Roach, and it's been quite a ride. So I wanted to bring him in. we have uh, He's finished filming, and before he goes on to other projects, I wanted to talk to him about his lucid body journey. So hello. Welcome, Alejandro.
1: Hello, Faye. Thank you for having me.
0: I'm so glad you were available. Yeah, of course. So I just wanted to start from the beginning. Like when you first landed this role, first of all, listeners, this, um, this story is loosely based on Sweeney Todd. And so Luis is the role, the the lead role of the baker who is chopping up people to make into pies. And to me, that's that's like what a challenge physically to try to embody that. So what was your, you know, what did you experience when you thought, oh, I've got this, but then now what?
1: Well, I knew it was going to be a lot of fun. Like I was a role that I just, just from reading, I was like, I know this guy. Like I felt like it was one of those things where like, it just seemed to fit like a glove. Like I knew this guy. Yeah. I it was like almost felt like it was like written for me. I was very, very thankful and blessed for that. Um, but once I got it, I was like, okay, he's a really funny guy, but there's other things there too that I want to uncover and layer and, um, and show. And, and how do I do that? And that was a, a, a challenge. Uh, initially and just trying to figure out how I can give this guy as much dimensions as I can.
0: So how did you find the, how, how did you find me?
1: Well, I found you through my good friend who I met on new Amsterdam, Chris Casarino, who was a former student of yours at NYU grad acting.
0: Cass. Yeah. yeah.
1: And <laughs> great guy, great guy. And he, I had asked him, I was like, Hey man, I guess I was wondering if you knew of any coaches. I just booked the series regular thing and I would like to like, you know, have somebody help me develop this character and really layer it and, and make it as multidimensional as possible. And he, the first person he had suggested was you like, you gotta go to Faye Simpson or Lucia. Uh, she teaches um, lucid body at NYU, but she also has her own studio, um, in the Upper East side. So like, I- I'll get to connect you two. And sure enough he did. And we met and we talked and the rest is history.
0: So certainly is what yeah. a, what a journey it's been. So, For my listeners, um, most people come for me for coaching after they've studied with me. So they have Mm -hmm. the language in their bodies. And so coaching is using the language exploded three, hide it under two. Let's do the archetype of the miser or whatever. So that the, the coaching is fairly quick and, um, we have our language, you know, together, but Alejandro didn't know the lucid body at all. So we started working, giving private classes at the house and, Mm -hmm. um, I did. I do think you were picking it up really quickly. I mean, it, just those classes. What did it feel like to you, just your personal experience learning the third chakra, learning the second chakra? Just
1: that well, I, I, I had read your book prior to the, the, oh, the that's right. Yeah. So, so I could try to tr- come in and like get some basic knowledge before I, I jumped in. But um, I felt, you know, I I didn't necessarily know <laughs> what I was doing initially. But I felt that I have, you know, the lucid body is such a physical process. And I've had, you know, I've, I've had a, you had um, a background as a dancer. I've had a background as a dancer. And I'm, I'm very comfortably physically in that way and with movement. And so the diving into it, whether it was, quote unquote, wrong or right, didn't matter to me. I, I, I was so I felt like I had six years of physical performance training that I Was I I was comfortable taking a risk and letting my body find these things as we went along.
0: Yeah, it was pretty amazing to me. I mean, I was doing the blend with you. I was doing exercises, the three character layering, all these things that people usually study class by class by class. And we were knocking out three of those exercises in one session. And I, I realized, I remember watching your arm stretch across the studio. And I thought, oh, he's a dancer. That's Because mm-hmm. I don't think you came in and told me that. I think it was right in the middle of I was doing the warm-up with you, and I said, oh, you've got dance training. And I think you're right. That dance training really, that's where the lucid body process came from in terms of my yeah. own training. And, oh,
1: 100%. And yeah.
0: So I think that that yeah. also helped ease your ability to soak it in so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it, I rarely see people layer so easily as you did.
1: Oh, it was i mean yeah i definitely owe that to my dance background but also like lucid body has really just you know discovering you and in and the technique of lucid body has really just reawakened in me um a, a, a a whole new process of acting and also like you know having so much joy when it comes to acting i think that somewhere along the 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 process along the years I've been in New York, you know, get jaded and all this stuff. And
0: yeah,
1: I I felt like, Oh, you know, nothing is, I feel like, so like my work feels kind of dead or whatever. And I felt like I discovering your technique, it's really enriching my, my work. And is and it's such a holistic process that I don't think any other kind of process has.
0: Mm, Thank you. Yes. I, my, my belief is that studying acting training, acting, Doing acting should be holistic, meaning it is the body is loving it. The body mm-hmm. is saying yes, I'm expressing from here. Yes, I'm I'm exploring and I'm 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 moving that emotion from it, so I'm not stagnant. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a feel good as opposed to uh, sometimes it can really without the body when when acting is um, not vocally and physically. Embodied, it can be quite tough. Yeah, for the actor, and and wear an actor down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, it, it so, gets very kind of
1: surgical in a way. A lot of processes, it's like surgical in the sense where it's like heady, and it's like it's just all concentrated in the head, and like it doesn't live in all parts of you. Yeah,
0: yeah. and also, and in, and in, in the unconscious, we're trying to always. A lot of those things I was doing in the classes we were having, I wasn't preparing you for them. I was like, "Okay, now I want you to do this. And so that the body's knowledge and the the, I call it the unconscious because it's not the ego and conscious mind hasn't decided and it hasn't planned. Yes. You know, I know she's going to ask this and so this is going to be my choice. So I think Mm -hmm. that is another thing where you start thinking, oh, I am speaking my text from a place that i haven't decided it's actually just moving um and suddenly there's an integration that's really exciting
1: yeah a hundred percent
0: so um then you started shooting we started to have to work quite a bit on zoom Mm -hmm. um and we were working sort of episode by episode diagnosing each scene what was underneath? What was the shadow underneath? What was coming out when? Can you um, can you just tell us more about that process, the use of it while you were shooting? Uh,
1: it, it, it helped me compartmentalize the the story of the show a lot more. Um, it took a like, I guess personally for me, like you know. It's a long series. These are long episodes or long scenes. Um, well, like not necessarily long, but like dense. And I yeah. feel like doing it scene by scene helps kind of like take the pressure off of me having to look at the big picture, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. It makes a like, lot so of I, sense. So yeah. I was just like, I, I really wanted to make sure. I think now when I do a lot of my work now, like just finding what scenes I'm doing for the day, um, diagnosing them, uh, working through the chakras, finding the persona in the shadow and just like really just focusing on this one scene right now. Right. And obviously like using the, like you know, everything else that's happened to this particular character in their life and throughout the show, but like really just honing in on the one scene so I don't overwhelm myself.
0: Well, I remember a lot of that, uh, we did so much backstory. So I remember you had a lot of homework. You were creating. Yeah, I was
1: always journaling.
0: Journaling, writing in the voice of the character, Mm -hmm. writing memories of the father, the parts of the story that we didn't know. um, You were recreating and saying, okay, well, I don't know what happened here, but in my mind, I'm going to create this image. Mm -hmm. So I remember we were doing a lot of improv in the studio where these we were building memories
1: yes yeah
0: and i remember your pages and pages of of bringing images and objects and you know because then once you've done all of that large picture work right that is the larger Mm -hmm. picture embodying someone with a given circumstances and a whole life that has led to this these actions Mm -hmm. then going scene by scene you're breaking it down but you're breaking it down from the core body that you've already created.
1: Yes, uh, I think that like once I created that backstory and wrote memories in the voice of the character, like imagery just popped up and those imagery that right. imagery right. hit me in different chakras depending on what the imagery was and the memory was.
0: Right. So it's not like we were doing a new chart every no. scene. No, no. No, no. But we were we were working on just like the arc of the scene and where mm. are you when you walk in? What is the event that happens? Um, but, uh, you know, it slides around as it should so that when you finally shoot, right, you're not thinking chakras.
1: No, it's, it's there already. It's, and that's one thing that I, uh, that I always felt super confident in myself from the work that we did when I stepped on set, when we had one on, on my filming days, is that I didn't really think about anything anymore. I yeah, just knew where this lived in my body. And boom, Like I we had gone over it so much. So the time I, I stepped foot on set, it was already there. And I knew how to access it. And I accessed it, like, boom, super quickly.
0: So good. Oh, mm-hmm. That makes me so happy. Yeah, it was <laughs>
1: wonderful, wonderful.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, what are you do you think this process is something then you're going to take in, into your other projects?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's really changed the way that I work. Faye. Um, it's really, because I, I feel there was something that you, you either said to me or you said it to me through the book. <laughs> um, <laughs> when the I, I, yeah. It was, you had, it was like, it, I, I, what's really drawn me to lucid body is how holistic the process is and how it's like, it's not, just for, I believe you said, I don't, I don't want to misquote you, but like, it's not just for the actor, but it's also for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And like, cause you, cause and and I, and I, that really struck me because I don't, in a way, obviously, we work with characters and these people, we sometimes, someone has to play like a murderer or like some person that's very unlike them. And how, yes, it is somebody that's not you but it is always you if that makes sense.
0: Yes, that's yeah. the whole core of the work.
1: And I, and I like and I lo- and I love that holistic approach Lucid body has. It's like this is yes, it's for discovery and character, but it's also for you cuz you Alejandro or you Faye or you whoever this person may be is the character in a wife that makes sense yes
0: it is yeah. the bodies that is experienced experienced yeah. violence that you, you are mean,
1: actually experiencing yeah yeah
0: yeah your character had to kill a lot of people
1: yeah no yeah.
0: actually sorry you didn't i don't want to give away the well, but yeah, you, it's, it's yeah.
1: Not, no spoilers yeah <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers you
0: to... <laughs> 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 but yeah your body is the body that has to this is what i tell my students all the time it's not like we can't say oh yes this character is um, a jealous character and then think about jealousy. We have to know our own jealousy. Yes. We have to know it. And that is the holistic part. Because if I, it's just increases one's awareness of self. Mm-hmm. If I have a very jealous character that can also be violent and I am not that, how do I get to know and in a way cop to my own jealousy and then increase the volume so that, I can understand it physically. I can turn up the volume, um, but it's still mine and it's still my body. So it's not, yeah, it's, you know, that the impulses and the expressions that our body are making are coming from our, our uh, nervous system. Yes. Which is why, yeah, I mean, it's can be so, that's why I talk so much about coming back into center I remember we did that a lot with you, hands on the wall on the walls, back on the to walls. the center.
1: coming back to your reality,
0: coming back to your given circumstances your reality, yeah. your nervous yeah. system um because otherwise it, it's not holistic, it could just be burnout, yeah, like oh, I'm gonna be jealous and angry, and I'm gonna stay in this character because that's the character I'm playing mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's that's I think can wear the body down
1: yeah and it, and it's not it can be dangerous in many ways.
0: Definitely yeah. dangerous because it's yeah. spilling, spilling off into those around you.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And so the show, the, um, the horror of Dolores Roach. Is that mm-hmm. it? The horror? Yep. Yep. It was, it was created by. It
1: was created by Aaron Mark. Uh, he's a wonderful writer. Uh, he's a playwright. So a quick backstory. So uh, the, the horror of Dolores Roach is based. It, its first like um, inception. I, I can, I'm sorry, word. It's, its first like incarnation was in a one-woman show that Aaron Mark had wrote that went up at Labyrinth Theater Company back in 2011, 2012, I believe. One of those two years. It was called Empanada Loca, uh-huh. and it was a one-woman show starring Daphne Rubin Vega. And it was about how she was locked up in prison, came for weed charges, came back, and then went, w- took refuge in this old empanada shop that was owned by her, her friend and all, all in, I don't want to give away the whole story. Yeah, but
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Based off that, and then it became a few years later, I want to say 2016, 2017, I think, 2018, uh, around there, uh, it became a, it got adapted uh, by Spotify and Gimlet Media to become a podcast, and it was a very oh. popular podcast on Spotify. It was like a had two seasons of the podcast on Spotify, about like sixteen episodes each. Um, uh, no, maybe it was sixteen episodes altogether. Uh, like radio and it
0: drama. Was, radio yeah, drama. it became a it became a radio yeah. drama.
1: Exactly what it became. It was it was very popular, and then I believe I think a year or two later, I think during the pandemic, uh, Blumhouse productions had bought the rights to it in amazon uh in conjunction with amazon and, and the, the, for to adapt it into a series uh, a live series which um spotify is producing it blumhouse is producing it uh um gloria calderon kellett who is a very well-known producer is producing it under her glow nation production company uh it's going to be on prime video for amazon and the main role is played by Dolores Brooks, played by Justina Machado, who I play opposite of. And she was really, really great to to work with and so much fun. And uh, yeah. And uh, did
0: Aaron Mark, did Aaron Mark stay and did she write the series?
1: Aaron Mark? Yeah, he he stayed and He wrote. He was a showrunner. He was a main showrunner, along with Dara Resnick. But so he was he had a lot of creative control. As well, so he had stayed on through the whole process, from writing the play all the way to the podcast, all the way to the series.
0: Uh, I just love, I love hearing how that, that develops so easily. You know, yeah, uh, not easily. I love hearing how things just there's a seed, and then there's a plant, and then there's a blossom. And mm-hmm. uh, I always struggle with that. I create things, and then I can't like, where's the path? Like, how do you get it? Boom, and then the next, and then the next. Exactly. So. That's really, that's a a cool journey. I'm excited to see it. When is this coming out? They're saying sometime around,
1: uh, not for a while still. I was hearing March, March, April of next year.
0: And it's on Amazon? It will be on
1: Amazon Prime Video, yes.
0: Great. Mm -hmm. So, listeners, that is something to look forward to now that you've heard Alejandro and his journey I think it's just based on our work together it's going to be a very exciting series yeah. and you're well you're gonna be great <laughs> um,
1: thank you I, mean, I hope so <laughs> I, I, I I took all the the work that we use and uh, I, I really you know brought it to Luis and I, uh, I, I I'm, I'm really very happy with what, overall what I did on that show and I, I think it's gonna be good it's going to be really good
0: it's a little scary though right because you do your work and you can feel how it went but then the edit Editors get to it. You
1: don't know what what will actually. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it's the thing. You never know what what's going to be your performance or not. But, you know, the editors, uh, the editors for the show were on set like pretty much every day, which is very nice. And they were were able to see firsthand, like the process, which is which is really cool. Wow.
0: That's unusual,
1: right? Yeah, very unusual. But it was it was nice that they, they came. They were there regularly.
0: Wow. So where can our listeners, can they follow your Instagram or follow your your website? Tell us, tell them. I'm on
1: Instagram. The best way to find me is on Instagram. It's uh, all lowercase, alejandro.r.hernandez.
0: Great. Alejandro.r.hernandez. Yes. Yes. Um, That's exciting. Thank you, Alejandro, so much for speaking with me.
1: Of course, thank you, Faye, for having me, and thank you for all the, all the, the work and the, the guidance you've given me through that role. and And we'll be doing more work again very soon.
0: Oh, I can't wait! It was yep. a pleasure working with you. Really, it was likewise very, likewise. very exciting for you and listeners. I know that uh, Tiago and I started the creative visualizations. Um, I just had to grab Alejandra while he was here, but next week we will start and continue our creative visualizations series. And I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye.